Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for blood round. It's time, it's time for blood round. Kevin grew a breast. Heavily invested. Tommy did the same so they have similar respect. Your knowledge is extensive. Go ahead and mail the questions. It's blood round. The best web wrestling presence. Collectively, they bless your ears each week with the podcast. Plus, they write, share, post, tweet. Not a place that you can go to hear about a touchdown or field goal or home run. But you can hear about blood round. No jump shots, no puck stops, no fake takes in the raw rumble. Just high cross, front headlocks, and Jordan Bros with a blast double. So, throw a match. It ain't real wrestling if it's in a ring with no head, you're a single it. Single best show coming at you now. If you skip an episode, that means you tap down. Make sure you make weight, better shed a couple pounds, throw a mat down. Listen, cause it's time for blood round. It's time for blood round now. 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 It's time for blood round. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back. To the Blood Round Wrestling Podcast, I'm Tommy Baranowski with Kevin Clonch. What's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm I'm doing okay. It was a you know it was a tough weekend with Olsen's thing and everything. Um, yep, yep. Had to get through that. Um, if you ever want to feel bad for somebody working, if you can imagine the guy who was the manager of the bar in Comstock Park yesterday who was supposed to keep some COVID rules going while dozens and dozens of morning wrestlers are seeing each other for the first time in years and buying shots and going from table to table and everything. You ever want to feel bad for a guy trying to do a job? You feel bad for that guy because he was just like, fuck, if the state walks in right now, I'm so screwed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, also, what's he supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, he probably would have said to the person from the state, seriously, what am I supposed to do? Right. Here's the news article. Read read what happened. Let me know any advice you have. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I posted it to the um, Facebook page, but obviously what was awesome was the uh, uh, what they did with the gym, the panther at the gym, and, and they painted the mustache on it. Well, that's the wrestling room, actually. The wrestling room they did that? Oh, yes. Better. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was cool. So, um, and no, it was actually great to see a lot of people and um, the wrestling community turnout and everything. A lot of coaches, a lot of just people uh, coming in to uh, pay their respects and be there for everybody. And Allendale showed up in a bus. Actually, with their whole team. 
Nice. Yeah, so uh, it was um very, very classy uh, sequence of events. So had to appreciate it. Uh, it's going to be something that uh, is going to continue to be a tough one. But, hey, well, uh, I was talking to a guy I wrestled with, and it was kind of funny. He said uh, he found out the news, and then he just, like, walked into his basement and was trying to gather himself, and then he's looking at a picture of him and Olsen from his time wrestling, and his three-year-old son walked up and was like, wrestle? Like, you want to wrestle? And he said he just started crying. (laughs) (laughs) And then his son ran to his mom and uh, was like, Daddy, cry, cry. (laughs) And she's like, what? (laughs) Whatever. But uh, uh, it was... um, it was uh it was good. I mean it's going to be a tough one but uh we were talking about it and Olsen would we we concluded that Olsen would probably say like yeah be sad of course it's sad be sad but what are you going to do move on yeah you got to be sad it's sad move on just be better so it's what we have to do so here we are <laughs> exactly exactly but this is episode 319 of the Blood Round Wrestling Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you can follow us at Blood Round on Twitter, Blood Round 1 on Instagram, Blood Round Wrestling on YouTube, at KOATIG for myself, at Clonchinator for Kevin. Thank you so much for all the love and support and retweets and everything. Really, really do appreciate it out there. Podcast keeps growing, even in such a crazy, wild year of trying to plan things and everything. And it's, it's funny because last week we spoke on Wednesday night. We recorded Wednesday night. This week we're coming at you Monday night as schedules as we try to adapt and overcome here. And uh, we didn't even know number two and number three, Michigan and Penn State, were going to wrestle on Sunday uh, yeah. as, as we recorded. That late in the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, hey, credit to them. Um, but, uh, we'll get to that, but appreciate you sticking with the podcast and everything as, as crazy as this year has been. Thanks. Well, for our, it's funny because well, I was even just thinking before this got started, like, I almost feel like this is like, it's, it's all just thrown together so crazily. And at the same time, all these other awesome events like America's cup and captain's cup and, you know, the mob and media event I know had, had a thing today, and all the RTC events that are just getting thrown out there. And trust me, this is not me complaining. This is me saying, like, if we miss something in any given week, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's so much more, I feel like, to cover with things being rescheduled and, and thrown in there. Like, you know, we're, 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 we'll give you as much as we can give as, and, as, and as aggressive uh, and, and fun loving away as we can. Right. Cause you know, I know you and I were just talking like, yeah, you were refing all weekend and had a lot to, um, and then there was a ton of wrestling obviously on TV to watch. So I'm sure just catching up and, and getting to see everything right. Is, uh, is, is tough. So, 
Well, yeah. absolutely, and I even had like sort of a – which I felt like a douchebag doing it, but I kind of did a formal apology to the women's wrestling community <laughs> about the lack of coverage from us on the Captain's Cup. Uh, but right. yeah, normally I'd be down. I'd be tweeting all about it. I'd be excited. I'd, 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 I'm a buyer, you know, I'm all, I'm all mm-hmm. in, uh, my schedule was, so if you're not from Michigan, our wrestling season just started. So if you're in Indiana and Iowa and, and some of these other States, your wrestling season's concluding, like ours is actually starting. And it wasn't supposed to start now, obviously, and it wasn't even announced that it was going to start until a little over a week ago. And so then they're like, okay, first date of competition, February 5th. And I'm like, well, that's Friday. I'm supposed to be at (laughs) Alma College on Saturday. And then I look and I'm, I'm supposed to be at a high school on Friday. Like my schedule, my official refing schedule still says that. And so I send an email Wednesday morning, like, is this still going to happen? Like, just, I mean, I see it's on my schedule, but I imagine you guys aren't wrestling Friday. And because they have to do testing and obviously they have to weigh in. They have to do all, they have to get other teams to agree to this. And, you know, logistically, I'm thinking, man, there's no way they're not going to do this. And and the athletic secretary emailed me back like, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's us, this team, this team, and this team. And I'm like, oh, well, shit. I guess I don't get to watch Michigan and Ohio State. I'm not going to watch a minute of the Captain's Cup. Um, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then I had Olsen's uh, funeral on, on Sunday. So, yeah, uh, just just a crazy weekend. But, um, yeah, if we do miss something or we're, we're light on something, uh, it happened naturally. Let's just put it that way. Yes. We, we don't pick and choose. But uh, I choose you, though, Kevin. Choo, choo, choo. As it was Valentine's Day yesterday. So That's true. My my very hairy Valentine Kevin Quanch, <laughs> except for the top of his head. Uh, the best kinds. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Hey, Adidas Wrestling, you got some shoes on, buddy? I'm rocking the HVCs right now. I was trying to rock them uh, a lot this weekend just because they're super comfortable to wear. Um, again, this is one of the wrestling shoes that is an inexpensive wrestling shoe that you see a lot of the college guys who literally have their pick of whatever they want wearing. I mean, they're like 60 bucks or 65 bucks or something on the website right now. And, uh, they're just, you're, you're, I don't want to say basic in a bad way, but like they're your pretty standard shoe, really good, um, grip on the bottom. Uh, it doesn't go up the sides or the back. So you've got a lot of, uh, mobility on the mat still, uh, without getting caught up. And uh, just really easy, easy going shoes. So check those out. Also, I was on their website um, over the weekend and just did a purchase uh, myself with uh, some shirts and shorts and um, just cool stuff that they got on there. So go check out the website. They've got a lot of great stuff on there. And use promo code BLOOD20 to get 20% off your purchase. Absolutely. And then uh, still got Noteworthy Wines. Promo code BloodRound yeah. and BloodRound half if you're buying half a case. So check them out. They're awesome. And great wine. Wife approved. Yep, I need to, in fact, order another case soon. It's good <laughs> stuff. Well, you got to stop treating them as single servings. Uh, I mean, <laughs> do I? 
That's like the uh, quote from Rocky. Uh, oh, man, what is that, Rocky Four, where she's trying to talk him out of going and fighting Drago, and he's like, I don't ask you to stop being a woman. Don't ask me to stop being a man. <laughs> that's a terrible Sylvester Stallone impression, but um, that's what I feel like you just did there. Like, hey, Pretty if, you, much. if you cut me, do I not bleed? Exactly. Uh, but <laughs> and then um oh we got our new uh supplements people. Oh yeah. My apologies. I was not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, without a doubt, go to our website. Um on the right hand side you've got KNS uh physician approved nutritional supplements. Um yeah, I gotta reach back out to them. I gotta get uh, my own bundle of supplements so that I can uh, tell you exactly how great they are. Um, but I mean, here's the thing. You know, it's gonna be summer soon. Um, I started lifting heavy again instead of doing all the cardio stuff because we lost a bunch of weight uh, for that one thing. And now I'm trying to, you know, get kind of ripped for the summer because that's uh, that's what you gotta do. So get yourself some supplements. Uh, make sure you can, you know, make the most out of every single workout. Uh, if you click the link on the side of our webpage, it'll take you to uh, the KNS website, which is knssupplements.com, and uh, gives you, you know, access to everything on there. You'll see a couple familiar faces on the website as well. Um, if you want to look like Alec Pantaleo, uh, buy this stuff. That's all you need to do. I don't even think you need to take it. Just buy it. <laughs> love it love it um oh and then uh you know easy flex mats i was reffing on some easy flex mats uh this weekend and enjoyed it so i bet i bet it was fun yeah um let's just say some other lightweight mats absolutely suck to ref on so <laughs> um i do appreciate easy flex mats and yeah check them out as well get yourself a home mat I'm looking forward to uh, moving here uh, relatively, uh, well, in a few months here, and and purchasing another section of mat so, to complement the one I have right now. So I'm, I'm getting really, really excited about that. Marty was telling me I need to um, get some more mats, and I was like, yeah, I might get another section or something here coming up. And he was like, no, I mean, like, College size mat. That's what you need. <laughs> That's what you need to be training on 100% of the time. I'm like, eh, don't know about that, but uh, you know, we'll go, we'll go one section at a time. See what we can do. Yeah, I don't think the uh, blood round account has enough for a warehouse yet. Yeah, not quite. One of these days. One of these days. Darn it. Um. Yeah. So hey. Busy weekend of wrestling, crazy weekend. So I, I did want to say, like, uh, selfishly, getting this out of the way, because, um, you know, I don't like to talk about myself, but I will this one time. And uh, that was supposed to be a joke, Kevin. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so explaining how Michigan's just getting started, and we kept getting postponements and postponements. And at one point, it was announced in late January that, Contact sports here in Michigan. So uh, wrestling, basketball, boys and girls, hockey, um, and cheerleading were all going to be postponed at least until February 22nd. 
And then all of a right. sudden, last weekend, not this weekend, but the weekend before, they're like, oh, yeah, you can go next week. And so it's it's just been crazy, and it's been weird and everything like that. And then there were the Olympic trials news that we mentioned on last week's episode where they were moving them out of university or um, state college, Pennsylvania, forgive me, hadn't announced yet or anything like that. And uh, they will be that Friday and Saturday before Easter down in Fort Worth, Texas. So not surprising that they would go to a uh, uh, more forgiving state. They haven't announced anything with attendance or anything like that yet. But what the selfish part of this is those are the exact two dates they decided to jam individual state finals here in Michigan, the Michigan Wrestling State Finals for high school um, right before Easter as well. So the exact two days. Um, Because I had these fantasies, Kevin, of, well, maybe they'll postpone things and wrestling will be like April and or March and April and I'll get to do like all my college stuff and then I'll just do my high school stuff and ref the high school state championships in like April 28th or something and the Olympic trials will be in there somewhere like this will this will still work out like this will this might even work out better in in some yeah. in some fashion and then it's the exact two days and I'm just like, well, no state finals for me this year, I guess, because I'm not going to miss the Olympic trials. I, I just, yeah, I, it, it just isn't going to happen. I don't think I'm going to go in person either as media or, or fan. I, I don't think I'm going to fly down to Texas Easter weekend and everything like that, even though I, I haven't heard the, they haven't announced the policies yet or anything like that. But I'm going to fucking watch them. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's an annual event. Right. (laughs) It's the pinnacle of our sport. I mean, it's it's the the greatest domestic wrestling that you can possibly see. Well, and and there's an argument to be made that is it is the best wrestling that you'll see because – or the best event that you can have because, like you said, it's not annual, so people gear up for it. It's – all hands on deck. We're trying to make the Olympic team. It's the dream. We're going to try to do it. When you get to the Olympics and the World Championships, there's crazy politics and there's the blind draws, and I'm using blind as quotation marks, and there's the questionable refereeing, and then there's the suspensions of referees after Olympics, and then the, I, there's just a lot of things that can put a sour taste in your mouth but the united states olympic trials and and you know even as nut jobs like you and i it's still hard for us to know everybody in every weight class at the olympics it's not like we know them like watching a first round matchup of uh jason Nall versus logan massa or something like that yeah yeah it's it's not the same um the Olympic trials are a can't miss. And well, yeah. And then you get crazy things that like you know, you never thought you'd get to see. Like I remember in 2012, okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, when I went, it was, it was a. Uh, uh, he didn't end up competing, but um, Kurt Angle was going to try to make a comeback. Like, he was training for it. Like, there's just – and you'll get that sometimes. Somebody will just come out of the woodwork and be like, hey, guess what? I'm showing up, right? Um, it was a couple years back. In fact, I think it was 2012 when um, – oh, uh, Jared Freyer. Uh, came out of retirement for it and ended up making the world team, beating Brent Metcalf in Iowa, right? So – um, you see some crazy stuff. Um, still to this day, the best match I've ever seen, Nick Simmons versus um, Cejudo was there. Like, and, and this is what you get every time. And you mentioned, you know, oh, you know, people being upset after the fact or whatever. Like, isn't that exactly what we got last time with uh, Jaden Cox and David Taylor? Like, <laughs> that was a circus, you know, in and of itself. Uh, the drama with those two going back and forth. Um, you got the, the Zane Rutherford coming out of nowhere and, and beating up, uh, Frank Molinaro. Like there was just a ton, a ton of awesome wrestling. You mean the last world team? Tri- Cause that wasn't the last Olympic trials. That wasn't the last Olympic trial. That was worlds. Yeah. That yeah. Was worlds, you're right. Yeah. Cause Molinaro and Cox won. Uh, Cox Taylor was 2017, I believe. That wasn't even the Olympic trials either? No. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, it was sweet. Yeah, <laughs> Jaden Cox was the uh, um, was the nine. Jaden Cox and Frank Molinaro were the nine seeds of all things, right? You know, I mean, that's, that's just right. The kind of, that's right. That's that's the uh, kind of stuff you you see out there. But I I also remember just you know as a weird thing for. Um, uh, memory's sake was watching David Taylor versus Jake Herbert on the backside at yeah. the 2016 Olympic trials and and Jake had just got done wrestling a match like 20 minutes ago or something and, and David Taylor had dropped down and was fresh I think it might have been his first match of the day and it was just like, yeah, you know, that's right because he lost to Dake. So it was Jaden Cox and Kyle Dake in the in the uh, finals for eighty six kilograms. Oh, I remember where I was for this now. Yeah, okay. I was traveling for work at the time. I was in a hotel watching Kyle Snyder and Jake Barner wrestle. Um, 
And then that's right because uh, Dake was up at 86 trying to make the team. Uh, okay, I remember it all now. I feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's been a while. I mean, it's been five years. It's uh, yeah. It's only supposed to be four years, but it's it's been five years. So yeah, it's it's crazy. There's there's just so much that goes on. It's the it's really the the best and. And obviously, like, you have people like Kuhn that we're hoping makes the Olympic team and then qualifies the weight and everything and, and gets that dream that we have personal relationships with. So, you know, I mean, there's just so much going on. It's it's just a can't miss. Yeah. Yeah. So, interesting. Well, that's and, in and now that you mentioned the dates, too, like, I was looking at them and I was going, you know, if we're, we're going to talk about how the, the – change in venue and dates and everything affects us that's literally so i think i mentioned last week i'll be on vacation and uh uh panama city and uh yeah those are like the driving days that's not (laughs) like in a place with wi-fi where i can just like miss the beach for an hour or so like i'll be in the car oh no i guess i could probably slap it on uh on the dashboard on a ipad or something have a lease drive for a little bit. Yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, kids. We have to stop at a rest area for a while. Mm-hmm. The quarterfinals are starting. The Daddy's semifinals of the watch. challenge bracket are starting. <laughs> yeah. Watch Coco again. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Crazy weekend. I was looking over the results of the Captain's Cup, and I'm, I'm not going to insult everyone's atel- intelligence. I, I, Like I said, I haven't watched a second of it. I, I, I told you guys about my weekend. It's, it's, it's been nuts. Um, but uh, really, really, um, you know, a couple things really stuck out. Uh, Diamond Guilford, who she's been really, really coming on, teching Victoria Francis. 10 nothing. Yeah. And we don't know. I mean, is Adeline going to be back for another quad? We don't really know. You know she, Diamond Guilford, if, if I'm saying that correctly, is because um, we have a um, we have a wrestler here in Michigan who wrestled for Portland, and then he's at Olivet now, and it's like the same last name, but I think they pronounce him differently, so I get him always backwards. But um, – but yeah, she, you know, is is Adeline coming back for another quad? If not, Diamond Guilford might might be the person to step in there, and uh, she keeps improving. Uh, she looks better and better every time we see her. So that's a certainly an eye popping result there. Well, and then you got Precious Bell uh, up there as well, who's also been and she beat her two to one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's there's some young talent there as well. There's no no shortage of uh, depth on the women's side from from the the young wrestlers. You got Macy Kilty going undefeated this weekend, just destroying everybody. Okay, Barry. Um, you know, segues, Kevin. I mean, we got to um, you know segue here. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, Macy Kilty uh, teching world bronze medalist Mallory Velty at one point. Like you know, well, Macy and- Kilty's coming on. That was crazy because I so I watched um, a little bit of the first day um, and then had to spend some family time and watch movies and such, right? But 
um, I did get to see that match, and my immediate takeaway was like, man, I got Mallory's kind of falling off or whatever. Like, I don't know what's going on with her. And and then she proceeded to beat the living piss out of everybody else <laughs> she wrestled. So it was like, oh no, maybe Maisie Kilty's just stupid good. Maybe that's what that was. Yeah, and, and so she she also texts Julia Salada, and then she texts uh, Zosial Motopetis, who you know kind of splashed on the scene earlier this or earlier in 2020 when she threw um, Allie Reagan and Pender yeah. and made the finals of the U.S. Open at just like 19 years old, and so yeah, Macy Kilty out there just um, having a weekend. Yeah, it was uh, it was very impressive from from what I did see. Um, she looked really really good. Yeah. So I mean, good times. I I do hope. Um, obviously, we love freestyle duels. Would love to see something form of these continue. Maybe we can get uh, some clubs. Uh, you know, it's tough to fill out weights and everything like that. Uh, but maybe we can get some other countries in and everything and, and have some fun with it. So, yeah, it's exciting stuff. Well, and I think what's also cool about this is you had a lot of people drop out, you know, and, and there were still enough reserves to get in there and, and to make it uh, a still fun and competitive event. So a lot of interest from the wrestlers, which is good to see. Absolutely. Um, switching over to dudes, the um, – Oh, I did want to bring up, I had a bullet point here. So I did get to ref high school on Friday. So it's my first time refing high school since Ford Field, um, first weekend of March last year, which was different, obviously. Mm-hmm. And a um, couple takeaways. You work so much fucking harder refing high school than you do college. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh, my goodness. College, you just kind of stand there and you start them and you sort of saunter on the outside circle and... Yeah, that's two. Improve green. He cuts them. Okay, one red. We're neutral. Neutral, neutral. All right, well, that's a stalemate. All right, here we go. And then in high school, you're freaking jumping all over the place, trying to make sure they're not breaking each other. And, you know, a kid throws a kid to his back, and the next thing, he's on his back. And, oh, my goodness. I was like, whoo. Like, uh I'd probably be 10 pounds lighter if high school started on the right time uh, right now. Like, man, that that is a lot more work. Also, I missed the four-point near fall. And, and that's a rule change that I don't think has really been talked about a lot. Like, it just sort of slid in there. That's what she said. But um, the uh, it just kind of slid in there a few years ago. And everyone was kind of like, yeah, that's cool. And I think there was – the only time I think there was controversy was when handsome Nate Jackson threw Bo Nickel for six and then ended up winning like eight to seven or nine to eight or whatever. And they were like, well, one six-point move really takes over the match and then you have two takedown, one escape and yada, yada, yada. Other than that, I think we're all fine with it though. That was like one instance four or five, six years ago. Like other than that – I think we're all cool with it that, you know, two is two, four is four. And um, and if there's a tech, if there's a top guy doing work, 
that tech just kind of gets done a lot quicker, and we move on. We don't really need to see more of it. Like, that guy's clearly better than the other guy. Okay, he turned him a few time, a couple times, two, three times, maybe four, and get him off the mat, raise that guy's hand, and let's get on to the next match. No, it's, it's the best. It really is. It's it's. It immediately came in, and people were – I mean, no, I don't remember a single complaint. I just love it. It, it makes everything go faster, more points, though, like – you know, you could make the argument like, really, so why don't we just make takedowns worth three and we'll just make this crazy scoring system. It's like, you know what, though? This one works. This one is simple. It's easy enough to, to throw in there. It doesn't change the dynamic of the rest of the match too terribly, um, but it does reward the person for having done what they needed to do right uh, on top. So big fan of it. Yeah, I'm also a fan of – Matches not going the entire time because as a ref, why would you? You know, let's let's get this shit moving. Um, yep. Let's keep it moving. Beer's not going to drink itself after this. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but on the other sense, you know, there's a safety aspect too of like if you have one guy that's clearly better than the other guy, let's get this over um, quicker. And and it's also kind of boring to watch a guy just dominate another guy so much that really there's nothing he can do and then every 20, 30, 40 seconds he goes to his back. The four-point near fall even on a safety aspect makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially at that level. Yeah, and at, at high school. So yeah, I, I just um, I'm, I'm trying to be like not a whiny person all the time about all the COVID stuff and living here in East Germany. I mean, Michigan and all that stuff. So I'm like trying to like think of positives and I'm like, man, so I haven't roughed high school in so long. The four point near fall, man, bring it to high school. Just do it. Like I miss it when I was a uh, ref in high school the other day. So I don't know, just an interesting thought. Everyone seemed to like it at college. I don't think there'd be too many complaints at high school. Uh, no, you get a lot of more high-scoring matches. It's just like you said, you have one kid roll another one to his back from his back, you know? <laughs> yeah. Get a lot more of that. Yeah, you would. Um, but that's fun. Hey, let's see some 25 to 23s. I don't care. I might need a, a water in a few minutes before the next match after that, but, uh, you know, hey. Um, hey, we did mention the impromptu number two versus number three. So, hey, credit Sean Bormet and Kale Sanderson for saying, let's do this. And I thought it was funny because, you know, both teams didn't have their full lineups out there. And like, oh, is this person ducking this person and this person ducking this person? This wasn't even on their fucking schedule, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, they made this happen because they had cancellations elsewhere. No, I mean, it was it was good. I'm glad that it happened. I was super pumped to watch it. I mean, as a Michigan fan, right, like, um, bummed they lost. But, you know, and, and I was trying to, you know, I was going back and forth a couple of times on, on Twitter, but, like, I think a couple of things are worth noting, like, not as a, an excuse necessarily for Michigan, but more so just, like, this is a duel two days after they wrestled a close duel with Ohio State. Granted, not everybody wrestled, but even so – um, coming off of a two-week layoff where they practiced for four days, you know? So they had half as many, like, dual meets as they did 
days of practice this week, you know. So I think that's, like, noteworthy in uh, in losing what ended up being a really close duel um, with uh, Penn State. You know, you get the, the huge upset. I don't know if it's a huge upset, but it's 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 a huge it's a it's an upset like according to the rankings with Camamine um, knocking off Joe Lee, but you know then you also get um, Juan shouldn't have lost that match. You know, I mean it's it's disconcerting as a Michigan fan to have Luan go through you know the match with Bergie and Cleary and get exactly zero takedowns. You know, like that can't happen. <laughs> If you're you're Will Lawan, you have to have more attacks than that. Um, well, and, and, and it's interesting. So hold on one sec. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah, go ahead. I just um. So first of all, really impressed with Cam. I mean, he. Yeah. Um. Well, he looked pissed off after losing uh, the match, uh, the Ohio State match. Right. Was that Ethan Smith. Yeah, and and you know that's a that's a tough match. <laughs> I mean, that's a I I was a big Ethan Smith fan last year. I I thought I thought he was tough. He looked tough, and you know that's a that's just a tough guy. And sometimes yeah. you don't win those battles. You know, okay, no big deal. And um, but man, he he really um looked good. He's scrappy. He looked good in both matches. Very impressed with him. He seems to be a lot stronger than he looks, which I'm not trying to insult him, but he's not like a ripped guy, but he seems to move guys a lot and finish in spots where you don't think he's necessarily going to finish. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, very, very impressed with him. Of course, um, you know, the Logan Massa thing with Starochi was was tough. Um, oh, you, you mentioned Willowan. I'm sorry. Uh, Willowan, remember Luke, you know, we're talking about Ohio State. It's like, remember Luke Pletcher a couple years ago when he was a sophomore and he just always seemed to be in these three to two matches and he didn't do much and he wrestled a lot of just straight on nothing, just, just trying to maybe get that one takedown. And then eventually he opened up and started taking it to people. I think Will Will Luan has the talent to take it to people, but Oh, I don't disagree. And and it's just straight on just nothing. Just and it almost seems like shots to appease the ref like I I think I even said on Twitter at one point, it looks like he's wrestling with a lead. Like, okay, I'm up 6 to 2. I'm in an individual tournament. I don't really need the team points. So I'm just going to take these shots that aren't really shots just to keep the ref off of me every 30 seconds and and win this match and get my hand raised, except for it's one-to-one, and he's not actually winning. That's the yeah. thing that uh, it just looks like when you're watching him wrestle. Well, and, and the, I think the worst part for me, right, is – Guess how easy that is to game plan for if you're like a top 20 guy. Like super With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Easy. <laughs> you know, Elijah Cleary is not a top 20 guy, and it took the double overtime rideouts to beat him. Like, you, 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 you can't do that at this level. Guys are just going to be like, all right, well, you're not going to do anything. Um... I'll either wait till I have the perfect shot or, or try and surprise you or whatever. Um, or I'll just kind of wait it out and we'll, we'll figure out where I can score at some point. But I know I don't have to do much because he's not going to. Right. Um, and that's always been one of my philosophies is that the better wrestler should wrestle more. That, you're right. Um, they should make sure there's more wrestling in a match because the last thing you want to do is go out there and stare at a guy for six minutes, and then all of a sudden you give up a takedown and you lose a three to two match to a guy you never should have lost to, but you didn't do anything, so you can't really blame anybody. And I, I really, and with Will Lawan's defense and his ability to avoid takedowns, what are you afraid of? Right. Well, and then that's the other thing too. Like this is not a. a you know, trying to discredit Brady Berge, who's by all accounts a very talented wrestler, right? He's he's very rocking good. the he's, Morgan. Yeah, we rocking the Morgan headgear. Well, and he always he was always like a guy who was getting hurt, right? Like I, th- I know he was at um, U 23s uh, as the member a couple years ago, and I think got hurt uh, like first round of the tournament, and I think he's just kind of been battling injuries here and there to, to come back because um, he was a pretty high recruit and as at stretches looked really really good so this is not me just trying to discredit him um this is just like as a fan of michigan like guess what we've watched will enough times to hate watching this you know where you're losing matches against guys that a you've beaten and b you have the talent to be more consistently than that you know oh absolutely absolutely so yeah, it was a tough duel, but I'm I'm also I don't really know what happened at 25 and 33 with uh, Medley going 25 and Ragason going 33. Impressed by Howard, um, it looked like my, my understanding just just real quick of that is that you know with the the short week, I mean Ragason's cutting a lot to get to 25 i think they kind of just figured you know what medley's at 25 already he weighed in at 25 for ohio state um even though he wrestled 133 he, he made weight for one 125 because he obviously wrestled the extra matches at 125 um so you got a guy in medley who's, who's game at the weight you got a bigger guy in ragason who is talented and you know what let's just throw him out there he's the bigger of the two and uh see what he can do against RBY. I mean, again, to, to Michigan's credit, in some of those early matches, I mean, they kept the bleeding from getting out of hand. Well, and that's what I was about to say, uh, that, um, you know, RBY beats Ragason by seven. Nick Lee beats Matten by six, which that's impressive um, for Matten to hold Nick Lee, I think, to a to a decision. I, I do. Yeah. Uh, I think that is. So, yeah, the idea that you drop the first three matches, but it's only 9 nothing. this really shaped up to Michigan's going to win this thing. And then I'll also put in there Jaden Bullock, which we got to be on that Zoom press conference with Jaden Bullock. It's hard not to like the guy. 
yeah. And uh, he goes out there and just is like freaking taking it to Aaron Brooks. Like, dude, you like he's like a 174 pounder and he's just out there letting the fur fly. Yeah, he he been, you know, when we were talking with him, he was just a he was just easy to talk to, but b he was talking about how great it is to have guys beating him up for a change, you know, <laughs> and not just being the best athlete in the room and learning more about the sport and the technique and having uh, so many different guys around him to to learn from. And you can tell he wasn't afraid of Aaron Brooks. He probably figures I wrestle guys like this in the room all the time. What the hell, like. I might as well try to take him down. No, I loved it. I, I absolutely, absolutely loved it. Um, and then, uh, obviously, the Starochi Massa thing was weird. You know, ill-timed roll there and caught on your back for a count and just can't happen. But uh, otherwise, I mean, it was a pretty cool duel. I mean, you know, for as far as Michigan homers go, impressed by Robbie Howard as well against Jack Medley. There was a there were a few moments where I thought Howard was going to wilt and and give it up to Medley, and and he uh, got that nice second period takedown and was able to stay competitive and get out of things and not wilt under the pressure of a, a psycho like Jack Medley is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, so an impressive debut for him. And um, just a fun duel. A fun duel to watch really adds to the uh, recipe of Big Tens because you know, it's just kind of tough this year with um, you know, not seeing the big duels. We didn't have any of the big duels. We didn't have Iowa and Michigan. We didn't have Iowa and Penn State. Um, we didn't have these top duels happening. We don't have Oklahoma State versus Iowa. We don't have Missouri versus anybody. Um, I mean, this was the two versus three. It was awesome. Yeah. This was the, this was the one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was great to great to have. Of course, always nice to get a win over that state down south in the land no one wanted, called Ohio. Um, you know, no, nothing too crazy. <laughs> I do enjoy well, Miles Amin wrestling like an assistant coach, by the way, up at 197. Um, he's just out there just sort of like, oh, yeah, you think you have me. I'll just step over now. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like, he really is just like out there just kind of just big brother in people. Well, and it's funny because the, the match again, Gavin Hoffman is tough, right? And I'm not trying to say that he's not. He's a, a very talented wrestler. Um, but Miles looked a lot more uh, rusty in that match than he did against Beard. Beard, I saw a lot more of that, like, oh, you're like, you finished this takedown against 99% of everybody. Well, guess what? I'm just going to do this one little thing, and all of a sudden it's my takedown, and you're on your back. You know, <laughs> like. Um, even against Hoffman, when he kind of they got into that scramble, and he was just like, ah, "I'm just gonna sit on your chest, and I'm gonna get some bad points," and that's what happened. So, yeah, it, it's it's been cool to watch him. Um, I, I did want to mention about the heavyweight match against Dorf. Uh, it was two nothing going into the second period. Like, 
Mason got a takedown and just rode him for a period. And then he was like, all right, now it's time to let the fur fly. And he just kicked the crap out of him. Um, so that was super fun. I was I was rewatching the duel Saturday morning. And uh, near the end, uh, Cortland's like, can we put something else on? You already watched this. And Elise was like, this, is, this isn't live? You, you're watching this again? <laughs> I was like, yep. Sometimes you want to see Logan Massa beat somebody up for seven minutes. So that's what I was doing. Nice. Love it. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want to rewatch the match against Penn State because it's maddeningly frustrating. Also true. These are all true statements. Um, Dayton Fix is back. Yeah. Dude, I watched him. He looked stupid good. Yeah. So He looks humongous, too. <laughs> Like, good luck getting to 57 anytime soon, buddy. Yeah, that's a, that's actually pretty interesting that you say that. But anyway. Well, although, now that I think about it, too, like, wrestlers are kind of weird like that, right? Like, where they'll look humongous. Like, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good example now. But, like, it's not like Seth Gross looked like a small 133-pounder to me. And then you see him at 57, and you're like, oh, there was more to lose there somehow, you know? Um, like, Fix looks super ripped and jacked at, at 133 right now, but I'm sure he'll figure it out. I mean, shit, if uh, 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 Suriano can make it down there, anybody can. Joe Cologne at 57 always cracks me up, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was... Uh, he was cutting his nuts off to get down there. Just as strong, though. Yeah, and that's like an X factor for the Olympic trials is we talk about all these people at 57. We talk about Spencer Lee and Gilman and Fix and Suriano and Vito and just all these guys. But if Joe Cologne has a successful weight cut <laughs> – you guys all might be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Don't let them get on top. Or or get a hold of you somehow. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, apparently it was there this cowboy challenge thing, which was kind of a tournament, but not really a tournament, but somehow a tournament. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it was just a way, uh, a creative way to get everybody a couple more matches than just a, a try, you know. Oh, absolutely. And uh, so Dayton Fix looked good. Dak Punky looked good. Um, Brock Mahler uh, gets the overtime win over Boo Lewallen. That was a good match. I was really so like, I have this theory that I haven't voiced yet because I was waiting for it to like be true and um, I'm going to voice the theory now but it's it's now been completely disproven but my theory was that if Brock Mahler's name was like Hayden Johansson like he'd be ranked like 12th in the country or Ned Flanders <laughs> what was that Ned Flanders yeah yeah Ned Flanders you know is not ranked as highly as, as a guy named Brock Mahler is, right? Um, but no, Brock Mahler, his, his name is, is fitting. He has been 
an animal this year. He's been very, very, very tough. Um, and yeah, I mean, like Boo got the first takedown in that match. Um, so if you're Boo, you got to be pretty feeling pretty good about yourself, you know, going uh, as the match goes on. But yeah, Mueller got a, a an escape, got another one in the second period, I think. Um, it ends up going like the overtime or something, and, and he ends up getting another takedown. Like Mueller, Mueller did everything he needed to do to win the match. And it was uh, it was very very impressive. Love it. Um, also, Buchanan from Wyoming beating Noah Adams from West Virginia again. Yeah, that's wild, man. Super wild. I feel bad though in general for Oklahoma State. Like this is the year where they're just. And I'll go back to that other match, but um, Dusty Hone hurt his knee in his match. I saw Dustin Plot had uh, his shoulder come out of the socket, and then he had to throw it back in. Like, and and Dusty Holland was their backup 141 behind Kate Brock before he got hurt. You know, like right. They've just got dudes falling apart um, there in Stillwater, which sucks. I mean, this wasn't going to be their year anyway. I think it's supposed to be like next year and moving forward. But uh, even so, um, and then AJ Ferrari drops his match to Noah Adams too. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, and then uh, that's that's impressive for Samuelson. I mean, that's that's two huge wins against you know obviously the guy who was the consensus number one coming into this year, and I think most people kind of assumed that first ma- first match was a bit of a fluke anyway, you know. But uh, yeah, he's he's proven it wasn't. Yeah, very very interesting. Interesting with Oklahoma State and. I mean, you're thinking with, like, Dayton Fix and the points that he's going to get at NCAAs, you're, you're thinking, man, if Boo Llewellyn and Wyatt Sheets and Whitlake and a, and a few of these other guys pan out, like, there's no way they're not in the top four. And just between injuries and – I don't know. I, I'm surprised Wyatt Sheets has been rather pedestrian – well, dude, Wyatt Sheets blew out his knee. Like, yeah. his knee is screwed. He's got that giant knee brace on, and, like, there was the match against David Carr where he basically sat on his knees the entire time and, and they didn't call stalling. Um, but his knee is totally fucked up. And <laughs> it was funny because, like, when I was listening to the, the commentary during, um, uh, I think it was the finals match, Sheets' finals match, or maybe a semis, but I think Leroy Smith was one of the commentators, and he was like, yeah, you know, Wyatt's uh, he's got a bit of a knee twinge or something going on, slowing him down a bit. And you're just like, the dude blew out his knee. <laughs> like, he's cutting out this season when two or three weeks ago, you know, there was a text message coming through that was like, yeah, he, he's probably done for the year. Nope, he's fighting through it with the giant knee brace on. And uh, we were just like, you know, slowing him down a bit. Maybe moving horizontally a little slower. Eh, no, that's maybe that's all that's going on. But either way, I mean, Wyatt Seeds is, is also another one of those guys uh, fighting through some, some shit right now for them. So, yeah, um, yeah, just kind of too bad. But um, I don't know where they end up 
in the team standings at NCAAs at this point. I mean, it, it, I wouldn't be all that surprised if they end up outside of the top ten, all things considered. It's, yeah, well, that, that's what I was going to say is you probably just got to hope for a top ten. You know, if, if – yeah, I feel like Leroy Smith is like uh, – what was that, that Monty Python movie? Where they cut his leg off, and he's like, it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> I'll gnaw your ankles off. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I've had worse. Yeah. <laughs> you lie. <laughs> uh, I need to rewatch that movie soon. Damn it. That's I one did. Of like... That is one thing the pandemic did bring me, is I, I rewatched that movie uh, with the with my wife and and chloe and just laughed and i i'm pretty sure i had a solid vodka buzz going too and i just i man that was fun oh my god i remember watching it with my dad when i was way younger than i should have and i didn't get so much of it like i didn't get the the you filthy connickets and like just because that's how you spell knights, <laughs> like it never occurred to me. Uh, I just thought the the rabbit was hilarious, and the obviously the um, the knight and everything. Maybe I'll just YouTube that scene for Portland. That'd probably be better. I was like, oh, I should show him that movie now. And then I was like, well, there is that like house full of all the virgins. Like <laughs> maybe he's not ready for that kind of hold off a couple more years yeah that'll probably go. see the problem see the interesting thing is my daughter has gotten to the age where i can't watch that where that stuff will go over her head right right so like Cortland might actually be at a better age than chloe because that stuff will go over his head when it's not going over chloe's head at this no. point so yeah it's, it's it's a weird dynamic sometimes with the Movie watching and kids. Uh, crazy. I did want to mention uh, Rayanna Sahagan uh, from she wrestled here at Sparta. She's been making uh, quite the splash uh, the last couple weeks. Uh, she's out there at Jamestown University in South Dakota. She's a freshman. She's a true freshman, and um, I know because. I reffed her last year at Sparta. And, nice. <laughs> um, so I've known Ray for a while. And uh, she, in her first ever tournament two weeks ago, beat the number one in the country NAIA uh, person by pin in the first period and won that tournament and then just won another tournament this weekend. So she's beaten like three ranked opponents so far. And um, nice. apparently is just um, not giving a shit. Just going out there and beating people and taking names. West Michigan representing. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Well, that was fun, too, because this Friday I got to point to Cortland as uh, Rayvon Foley and uh, Dennis Schroeder were wrestling each other. And uh, by all accounts, I mean, Elise went to Grand Rapids Catholic Central and uh, his um, cousins go to Grand Rapids Catholic Central, and uh, so I was telling Cortland, I go, hey, like, Dennis Schroeder wrestled at Grand Rapids Catholic Central, which might be where you go to high school, and Rayvon Foley wrestled for Ann Arbor Pioneer, where I went to high school. 
He was like, who you want to win? And I was like, well, Rayvon. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want. And he did. He looked good. He looked really good. Yeah. Like he, he did not look like the Rayvon earlier this year that I think was um, – struggling with getting down and feeling comfortable with the weight. He looks like he's he's back and comfortable right now. Well, two things come to mind. One is I, I've known Devin's dad. Devin's dad's like my age, which is hard to believe. Um, we grew up wrestling at the same time, except for, not surprisingly, since his son's a 125, he's a smaller fella, so we never wrestled, but we were the same age. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, I mean, growing up, going to – all these tournaments together and everything like that. Um, and then the other thing is like, I can just imagine conference championship weekend this year. is just going to be weird. Um, although some of the tournaments are actually the week before. So big tens is still going to be that first weekend of March, but some of the conferences are going that February 27th, 28th. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, there's just going to be so many weird results because, and there's going to be some weird seating, with limited matches and some limited results and everything like that. Like, everything's just going to be weird, and which is going to be fun. That's actually going to be part of the fun. Well, and it's 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 funny, too, because this is, like, this is one of the things that I'm learning with this year, too. And because, you know, I, I see people on Twitter right now arguing about uh, the coaches' rankings versus other ranking systems, and now there's all these different uh, – places with rankings out and, and everything and who's going to be doing the rankings and who, what are the official rankings going to be and all this stuff. And then I kind of look back and I go, I just like watching the wrestling. Can we just watch the wrestling? That's the, that's what makes the rankings so much easier. Like I know we're going to argue about it this year and it's going to be weird. It's going to be crazy and some weird stuff's going to happen because of it. But like, hopefully that's it. Like, hopefully, this is, like, a very, like, this shouldn't happen again. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it, it shouldn't have happened in the first place, but here we are. We got some wrestling. Let's just watch some wrestling. And whatever happens, like, I'm done arguing about rankings and seating and stuff. It's going to be weird. And hopefully it'll never end up like this again. But it's it's just crazy. It's just crazy. I just like the wrestling. That's my favorite part. Well, you and I, I you and I were talking about being too competitive to be around your family and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I kept reminding myself of that on Sunday because it's a whole eleven thirty eight on a Sunday morning, and I'm sitting there with a heart rate of like a hundred and ten, bouncing up and down, and I'm just like, I had to keep telling myself, Tommy, just be happy you're watching wrestling. Like you're si- oh, yeah. you're sitting down. Beautiful families around, and you're watching wrestling in a lazy boy. Calm your ass down. Like, yeah, I, for, it's I forgot all about that. <laughs> I, I was so I, 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 as soon as we lost the first two matches, I went and put wrestling shoes on because I assumed that was why we lost those. Well, and then, so you didn't have wrestling shoes on for the first two matches. God damn no, it, Kevin. The first two matches, God damn it, Kevin. Uh, That's on we you. Were, That's on you. I know. Well, we were watching church on TV because you can watch church on TV and it just streams it. But we started late. So, like. Oh, and then you church, pissed off God, too, that morning? I know. Like, Jesus. 
no offense, this is but our Jesus thing. fucking Will Christ. Will didn't get a takedown in two matches because I pissed off God. That's what happened. So, my bad. You pissed um, off God and didn't have wrestling shoes on. Come on, Kevin. Yeah, Fuck exactly. it now. Well, I thought well, we were I, friends. I put, I put the shoes on, though, and then um, Nick Lee only won by six, and I was like, you're welcome, you know? And um, and then Cannon Store won. Uh, and then, but yeah, like, by the time Cam Amin was wrestling, like, I'm up, and I was, like, shadow wrestling, and I could see myself a little bit in the reflection, and I was, like, disgusted, but also, like, get over it, like, this is important, so I was, like, bouncing up and down, <laughs> and, and I think I, I yelled a lot during the, um, the massive match, I don't even want to talk about it, like, they're gonna wrestle again, <sighs> Just it was disappointing. I expected more out of Bald Massa than I got. Don't do us like that, Bald Massa. But also, again, like I feel like I'm I'm now sitting on uh, Starachi, who we know is good. Like he has the loss to to DJ Washington of Indiana, um, but we know he's awesome. Like uh, that was a match that you know as the year was starting, I was worried about if i'm being completely honest as a, a michigan fan so i was equally worried about it going into this match right but yeah now i'm, I'm rambling again about something we already covered um and is still deeply disturbing to me but i guess <laughs> speaking of something that's still deeply disturbing where uh, the, the mike mcmullen retweet where yeah. they, they yeah. brought up the the adam coon mcmullen scramble yep during that broadcast and he was like Hey, thanks for bringing this up. Here's the clip of that that awesome scramble that definitely doesn't still give me nightmares and <laughs> cause me to lose sleep. <laughs> that was awesome. Mike McMullen is awesome. Yeah, and he's another one of those people on Twitter where I'm just like, I like everything you say and do. You just you're, you're as good a person as I would have hoped. Yep. Absolutely. Um well, we have Michigan-Michigan State this Friday. Yeah, we do. Yeah, well, and that's another one where, like, assuming you get Ragason back down to, to um, 25, um, or Medley for that matter. I mean, Medley is still a legit 125-pounder. Um, that'll be interesting to see, you know, with uh, with Ravon, uh, again, looking so good against Schroeder, um, getting out against Schroeder on bottom, like, quickly, which most people – can't say that they've been able to do right um not with aj shop in uh, schroeder's corner no no i'm getting lots and lots of takedowns like he looked good um so that'll be a good match uh whoever michigan sends out there no, it, oh and then oh yeah then we'll get uh i mean cam cam on uh cam i'm scrambling cam caffey versus Miles Amin likely at 97, assuming they throw him out there, um, which will be an interesting match. Um, I mean, what do we got? 65. Oh, and then you'll get Cam Amin versus, what is that, Drew Hughes? No, Jake, Jake Tucker. Hughes Jake is up Tucker, at 74. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and, yeah, that'll be – Tucker's tough, too, so that'll be cool. Saldate against uh, Luan. Yep. Yeah, this will be a good good uh, duel. I'm excited for this one. 
Yeah, there should be some fun. We should uh, maybe try to sneak in there on Friday. I don't know. Really piss off Ooh. the wives. Interesting. I'm going to check that out. <laughs> I think it's at like 5 o'clock. We could just say we're working late. Yeah. <laughs> it's in Lansing, right? Yeah. I mean, covering it as media is working. Well, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Um, I do have a uh, spousal corner. Apparently, yeah, wrestling quoter liked it liked it as spouse corner rather than wife corner. I don't know if that's more PC these days or whatever, but anyways. Yeah, my my kids are boring as shit. No, I don't have any good good <laughs> good kid stories anymore. Anyway, well, so go ahead. I pretty much ignored my kids the entire weekend, anyways. So uh, I can't <laughs> I can't really like say too much because. My schedule really got away from me this weekend, but as I said before, it's it's weird to send an email on Wednesday to a high school like, this isn't actually happening, is it? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I'll be there. And I had to call my sister, so I ref with my sister on Friday, too, and, and uh, I had to call Casey and be like, hey, we're actually refing on Friday, and she's like, really? Oh, okay. And then I had to bring her wristbands because she lost her wristbands at state last year. So. Oh no. Yeah. So there you go. Um. And then she had to wear them like up by her elbows because they were falling off of her wrist. So it was they weren't really wristbands anymore. Um, nice. But uh, my spousal corner is just real quick. Um. Last Valentine's Day was a Friday. And I had a Division Two duel get bumped back a week from the Friday before to that Friday. So I refed on Valentine's Day last year. I had Olsen's thing yesterday on Valentine's Day this year. So this Valentine's Day, she got to go to me, go with me to a funeral service, and then watch me hug about a hundred dudes and a few females. And mourn Olson. And um, last year she sat at home while I refed wrestling, refed college wrestling. So I'm I'm thinking I've set the bar really really low for Valentine's Day 2022. Yeah, you know <laughs> like, I, mean, I could bring just her. Say, just say good morning. <laughs> you're in a better spot than the last two years. Yeah. Be like, well, so what do you think, honey? Little Caesars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's good. It took us a long time to get to that point. I mean, this year, literally, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we've been sitting in the same damn house with each other for the last 11 months, right? So it's like, what are we really going to do that's all that special now, you know? So basically what we did that was special for one another was – Nothing. We did nothing. <laughs> we said happy Valentine's Day. Um, we did get Chinese food for dinner, but that was just, that wasn't like a special, hey, let's do this for Valentine's Day. It was, I don't like anything in the fridge. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that would have happened any other day. Um, we did literally nothing. And it was, it was, I, 
you know those times when you're like, okay, well, let's save some money or, let, you know, we're going to be um, doing this later on, so, like, let's not go overboard with, with this holiday or that holiday or whatever. Um, but you're still kind of worried that it's it's going to be, like, a trick and that there's going to be some expectation of something. Oh, yeah. We basically, like, every couple days I'd be like, I literally have nothing for you. And she was like, yeah, don't get me anything. I have nothing for you. It's like it was it was wonderful. It was perfect. It was the best Valentine's Day I've ever had. So, <laughs> so I, I kind of said earlier how, like, you know, trying to think of positives from COVID. Like, it's the after-action review in the Army. So you you come on to an enemy or you you have a conflict or you have an instance or something like that. And then it's supposed to be like, hey, you know, three things that we did good, three things that we could do better. And so I'm trying to think of like, okay, like evaluate the COVID times like you would evaluate other times. Like don't just be pissed off, like evaluate it. And I actually think, um, you know, sort of like I said with the four-point near fall, like, hey, let's bring that to high school. Like not refing high school and just refing college. Like I really want to bring that to it. And then also the no Valentine's Day completely hope that that's a thing like how great would it be if our wives next year are like hey we didn't do anything for valentine's day last year or last couple of years i'm completely fine with that and be like oh thank god and and yeah. um raising hands in wrestling i don't really want to touch these guys so you know not having to touch sweaty wrists sweaty bloody nasty germ wrists um, after wrestling matches to raise their hands, I'm cool without that as well. So, yeah. you know, um, some of these things we can keep and Valentine's day, uh, getting thrown to the side should be one of them. Yeah. I'm, I'm just out entirely on Valentine's day. Cause you know what else you could do with that money? Literally anything else. My buddy, uh, Joey, the guy who did our, our, um, podcast theme song, he texted me. He was like, yeah, I got my, my girlfriend an $80 bottle of champagne. I was like, okay. I was like, what would what would Elise say if you did that? And I was like, well, she'd say, uh, first of all, I don't even like champagne, so that was fucking stupid. <laughs> and thanks for wasting our money. And so then I hypothetically asked her what she would do if I had done that, and she said, well, uh, I would have been angry because obviously you don't know me and know that I don't like champagne and that you just wasted eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, see, I do know you because this is a hypothetical, and you said exactly what I said you would say. Yep. And then I yelled at uh, Logan Massa. <laughs> oh, fun times. Yeah, fun times indeed. And, I mean, as almost as much fun as watching uh, Roger Massa threaten the entire stands of Illinois. But, you know. But, yeah, and them backing down. <laughs> Us versus him, and they were like, "I know." <laughs> but look at his eyes; he's gonna kill us all. He was laughing his ass off in Pittsburgh when I told him that story—that we were three rows behind him or two rows behind him—and he just—he thought that was the best. He was like, "Oh, I remember that." <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. The power of of conviction it's like in uh you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of in tombstone when um 
when there's like all the cowboys and they're threatening Wyatt and like Wyatt just pulls the gun and sticks it in that guy's face and he's like don't do anything or I'll blow his fucking head off or something or I'll make a canoe out of his head that's the <laughs> phrasing he says and the other cowboys start coming up like ah oh, he's bluffing and he goes no he isn't he's not bluffing he's gonna kill me <laughs> it's just like somebody in the Illinois group saw that look and just went we gotta back down guys this is a bad time <laughs> oh, perfect man love it good times well yeah everybody uh it's it's crazy it's getting to that time of year um i know i opened up the podcast talking about how much wrestling there is going on and everything like that but uh it's almost over i mean shit like we've got the duels this weekend um a couple other ones for, for some conferences coming up, but I think then it's it until conferences. Um, so soak it all up while you can. Um, I think we're going to have Coach Rochelle on next week just to kind of give us uh, the, the Chattanooga team's insights going into their conference tournament the following weekend. And uh, before you know it, it's going to be NCAA. So enjoy this while you can. Hopefully this is the last season we have like this, and uh, we'll get back to normal. But other than that, Thanks for joining us. Rock out.